Welcome to Authentic News right here on RBN Live this 27th day of February 2024, simulcasting on Speak Free Radio. It may be highly appropriate that on the same day or approximately that Jacob Rothschild dies at the age of 87, where he was instrumental in the creation of the state of Israel, played a vital role propaganda master controlling owning Reuters and the Associated Press. He is considered to own the royal family. That on the same day, this man who many regard as one of the true monsters of the world has died. That a UK barrister by the name of Roth Wilde on behalf of the Arab League presented a stunning defense of the Palestinian people with arguments citing a lost mandate from the League of Nations with an implication that Israel, in fact, does not have the right to exist. This is absolutely stunning. ...perpetrated against the Palestinian people across the entire land of historic Palestine. And then, second... The existential illegality of Israel's occupation of the Palestinian Gaza Strip and West Bank, including East Jerusalem, since 1967. As a necessary prerequisite, I must begin with this special right granted to the Palestinian people in the League Covenant. The legal right of self-determination of the Palestinian people originates in the sacred trust obligations of Article 22 of the League Covenant, part of the Versailles Treaty. Palestine, an A-class mandate under British colonial rule, was, after the First World War, supposed to have its existence as an independent state provisionally recognized, a sui generis right of self-determination. The UK and other members of the League Council attempted to bypass this, incorporating the 1917 Balfour Declaration commitment to establishing a national home for the Jewish people in Palestine into the instrument stipulating how the mandate would operate. However, the Council had no legal power to bypass the covenant in this way. It acted ultra-virus and the relevant provisions were legally void. There was and is no legal basis in that mandate instrument for either a specifically Jewish state in Palestine or the UK's failure to discharge the sacred trust obligation to implement Palestinian self-determination. This is, this is just magnificent. It's receiving raves. Layla was the first to bring it to my attention. Another colleague with whom I've discussed suggests Israel's only response is going to be that those are man's laws and they respond to a higher law, God's law. But that's not going to salvage their position as a matter of law. The world owes an enormous debt. The Ralph Wilde and the Arab League was very well advised to present him on their behalf. And notice, 
this is not merely one among the Arab states. This is the entire Arab League speaking with a unified voice that, in fact, historically, given the League of Nations mandate, Israel does not even possess the legal right to its existence as a Jewish state. Fantastic. And I think, therefore, it was a magnificent sequence of the death of the man most responsible for the creation of Israel at the time. This U.K. barrister is explaining that the creation of Israel was conceived in sin, malarkey, baloney, has no legal foundation, that the Balfour uh, uh, Declaration conveniently circumvented failed to acknowledge legally binding mandates from the League of Nations. This, in my opinion, will go down as an historic event, and I think there's no room for doubt about it. Rejoice. Meanwhile, Ukrainian intel admits that the Russian dissident Alexei Alexei Navalny, whom Putin has been accused of killing, but who might have been killed by MI6 or the CIA, died from a blood clot. He wasn't murdered. That was all just propaganda. Use any occasion, any circumstance, any event to generate assaults on those with whom you disagree politically. MI6 and the CIA are masters at this. Here's another indication about the democratic character of the government of Ukraine, which I mentioned yesterday, has finessed its election by extending martial law, where I suspect the Biden admin is going to try to follow suit here, find a pretext for declaring martial law to circumvent the 2024 election, where Democrats are going to be wiped off the board. Zelensky asked Italy to expel Putin supporters. The Ukrainian leader claimed pro-Russian sentiment in Europe endangers the delivery of weapons to Kiev. This is such rubbish. This is totally ridiculous, outlandish. Italy. I mean, here's this guy, a puppet. He's a former actor, a, a, kind of a, a gay semi-porn star who's been installed as a puppet leader of the most corrupt nation in the world, telling Italy that it ought to expel his political opponents. That's quite an exemplar of democracy in action, Zelensky style. Italy should revoke the visas of people with pro-Putin views to make sure they do not disrupt the delivery of Western military aid to Kiev. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, it's actually Baltimore, said at a press conference Sunday. He made the comments a day after signing a security agreement with the Italian Prime Minister, Gioia Maloney, during her visit to the Ukrainian capital. A reporter for the Italian Daily asked Zelensky whether people in Europe who are sympathetic to Russian President Putin should could complicate the flow of weapons to Ukraine. I'm very thankful your Prime Minister, he replied. She's on our side. And I'm happy with the accord we signed yesterday. But you are right. 
a lot of pro people in Italy. First of all, you have to cancel their visas, he responded in English. He urged Italy to provide more weapons, including anti-air missile systems. How colossally insulting to Italy. Meanwhile, get this. Surprise, surprise, zero hedge. CIA built 12 secret spy bases in Ukraine. CIA waged a shadow war for the past decade. A bombshell, New York Times report, has confirmed all the more justification for the necessity for Putin to conduct his special military operation. Sunday, the New York Times published an explosive, very belated, full admission that U.S. intelligence has not only been instrumental in Ukraine's wartime decision-making, but has established and financed high-tech command and control spy centers and was doing so long before the February 24th Russian intrusion of two years ago. Among the biggest revelations in the program was established a decade ago, spans three different American presidents, the CIA program to modernize Ukraine's intelligence services has transformed the former Soviet state and its capabilities into Washington's most important intelligence partners against the Kremlin today. This has included the agency having secretly trained and equipped Ukrainian intel officers, spanning back just after the 2014 maiden coup, remember orchestrated by... Uh, Victoria Newland using five billion American taxpayer dollars and constructing a network of 12 secret bases along the Russian border work that began eight years ago. These intelligence bases from which Russian commander communication can be swept up, Russian spy satellite monitored, are being used to launch and track cross-border drone and missile attacks on Russian territory. Well... Not for long. The Russians obviously know how to read the New York Times and Zero Hedge. Meanwhile, this is very interesting. We got a Russian website claiming that it was an attempt to assassinate Tucker Carlson. This wouldn't surprise me in the least. Breaking. Attempted assassination of Tucker Carlson. A man's been arrested in Moscow accused of being paid by Ukrainian intel to plant an explosive device on Tucker Carlson's vehicle and assassinate a prominent American journalist when I was there to interview Russian President Vladimir Putin, of course. Meanwhile, satellite footage shows there's all kinds of food on lorries, trucks in Egypt waiting to be allowed into Rafa. But, of course, the Israelis aren't going to permit it. There's enough food there to feed in it, the entire population. This is reported on day 142. Injuries surpassed 70,000. Famine, well, food is almost within reach. Babies, children die of malnutrition. West Bank government resigns, seeks a new consensus government for the new reality burning books to keep warm. Just outrageous what's taking place here. 
I suspect this magnificent legal development is going to have a lot of consequences. Here's more. Antiwar.com. Israel hinders humanitarian assistance in Gaza by delaying visas trade workers. Of course, there is no technique too shabby for the Israelis not to deploy it. Israel is using bureaucratic red tape to delay the entry of aid workers into the West Bank and Gaza. The policy has led to fewer humanitarian aid workers providing service to Palestinians as many children are on the brink of starvation. According to Haritz, the Population and Immigration Authority is refusing to grant visas for employees of international aid agencies that operate in Gaza and the West Bank. Officials in Tel Aviv claim the visas have not been issued due to bureaucratic rearrangement. However, aid workers have told the Haaretz they believe the denials are politically motivated, of course. Who could have any doubt? Israeli outlet reports, as well as not approving new visas, it's refusing to extend visas for aid workers or in Gaza and the West Bank. The lack of workers has disrupted the activities of several organizations operating in the Strip to provide aid and food and other assistance to the Palestinians. The Israelis are having none of it. They want every Palestinian dead. And if they can't shoot them, do starvation. Meanwhile, also from antiwar.com, U.S. officials warn Israeli disruption aid is turning Gaza into Mogadishu. The White House has asked the Israeli government to end attacks on police in Gaza, targeting the civil police force has caused more chaos in the Strip and made aid distribution nearly impossible. U.S. officials believe that Israeli action to prevent the deliveries in Gaza are creating a humanitarian crisis similar to the situation that once existed in Mogadishu. Axios reported speaking with American and Israeli officials who said Washington is at Tel Aviv to stop targeting the police force in Gaza, which was working with international aid groups to distribute aid in the Strip. Of course they're going to interfere. Of course. Incidentally, Biden today was claiming that a ceasefire might be implemented as early as Monday, and I he, he's talking about five, six days hence. We'll wait and see. Frankly, the Israelis are willing to lie, cheat, steal, murder. They may have pretended they would agree to a ceasefire, but we for certain they know that Biden is completely incompetent and untrustworthy and not a word he says has any authority behind it. Meanwhile, earlier today, a significant in a significant escalation, this is on day 143, I think it was a day or so ago, Hezbollah launched a barrage of 60 rockets toward the Golan Heights, marking a departure from its usual focus, and retaliating for recent Israeli strikes deep into Lebanon. The attack targeted an IDF base on the Golan, 
in response to the IDF's Operation Neutralizing and Hezbollah commander known for orchestrating attacks against both civilian and military targets in Israel's north. Well, I'm glad to see more action from Hezbollah, which is roughly 10 times probably more than Hamas, and Hamas is more than Israel can deal with. Meanwhile, Israel escalates a demolition of Palestinian homes in the occupied East Jerusalem. There's a nice piece by Tobias Langdon on applying Orwellian insights to the war in Gaza from the oons.com. Uh, Here's one uh, of the comments he makes. He's talking about, well, he calls them nationalists. He really means ideologues here, indifference to reality. All nationalists have the power of not seeing resemblances between similar sets of facts. A British Tory will defend self-determination in Europe and oppose it in India with no feeling of inconsistency. Actions are held to be good or bad, not on their own merit, but according to who does them. And there is almost no kind of outrage, torture, the use of hostage and forced labor, mass deportation, imprisonment without trial, forgery, assassination, the bombing of civilians, which does not change in its moral color when it's committed by our side. The Liberal News Chronicle published as an example of shocking barbarity. Photographs of Russians hanged by the Germans, and then a year or two later published with warm approval exactly similar photographs of Germans hanged by the Russians. And of course, with the Rothschilds controlling all our media, Meanwhile, we have this airman, I mentioned it yesterday, setting himself on fire in front of the Israeli embassy to protest the Gaza genocide. There's a subtle aspect to this. While on fire, he repeatedly shot free Palestine. He burned for about a minute before law enforcement extinguished the flames. One officer initially drew a gun on the airman as he burned. We have orders where he was going to be deployed to Israel against the Palestinians in Gaza. That's the real story. That the American government is moving forward to send American troops to Gaza. But uh, you're not going to hear a word about it, not a peep, from the mainstream. Meanwhile, what we are hearing a bit about here and there, right Eleanor Rigby picks up the rice in the church where a wedding has been. Lives in a dream, waits at the window, wearing the face that she keeps in a jar by the door. Who is it for? Health Simple with Kalwara Shilaji, fact bit number three. Shilaji is the supreme yoga vaha. Within Ayurveda, Shilaji is the singular substance that towers above all other herbs, herbal minerals, and earth-made adaptogens. Yogavaha refers to substances that have the ability to synergistically make better and carry other substances to its prescribed destination. 
In the case of shioji, Moseni herb, food, or mineral is amplified with ionic potential, superimposing superior efficacy with increased cellular energy and absorption rates. One of the best applications for shioji is to add a drop or two into your favorite herbal tincture and foodstuff. Simply put, shioji makes other substances more effective. Look for the Gold Mountain and Medical Symbol logo and banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Do you begin to smell some funky little things going on? Let me share this story with you. It's not so much a story. It's something I wrote years ago. Read your history, people. Stock markets collapse on Friday. Bank seizures, closures, holidays take place after business hours on Friday. Do currencies or governments also collapse on Friday? <laughs> Tomorrow's Friday. Will the end come on this Friday or will the inevitable collapse hold off for a while? The next round of the worst financial crisis in a hundred years is coming, people. And the government is out to make you and I pay for it. And will your savings survive a global banking wipeout? What happens when the U.S. sees hyperinflation? What if taxes soar not only for the rich? Can you survive the stock market tanks? Look, between a stock market wipeout, waves of bank failures, soaring government spending that will lead to hyperinflation and the destruction of the dollar's value, isn't it time that you prepare for the uncertainty which lies ahead? Protect your money now or forever kiss it goodbye. My friends, I offer you over six decades experience of hard asset ownership and knowledge. And I'm prepared to handle the smallest detail in the balanced protection of your portfolio. For as the future of uncertainty continues to blanket this nation of ours, I believe that I can offer you the privacy, safety, security, and possibly some profitability which you deserve. And so I invite you to visit SierraMondrePreciousMetals.com for further information regarding protecting your wealth. Or call me, Jeffrey Bennett, at 602-799-8214. Or by email at KettleMoraineLTD at Cox.net for private consultation. Once again, our phone number 602-799-8214. It's almost Friday. Houthis are proving to be a bigger problem than the American military had anticipated. Get this. Antiwar.com. U.S. officials surprised by Houthi military capabilities. Biden admitted, admitted six weeks into its undeclared war in Yemen, which is completely in violation of international law, by the way. U.S. and U.K. strikes have failed to erode the Houthi military capabilities. Mitchell said the U.S. is surprised at the Houthis' military capabilities. Washington has a limited understanding of how advanced their weapon systems are. On January 11th, President Biden ordered the first round of strikes in Yemen. They were designed to force the Houthis to end attacks on Israeli-linked shipping. 
The Houthis are attacking ships. They suspect have ties to Israel. The pressure Tel Aviv to end the genocide. But of course now, because the U.S. and the U.K. have engaged in illegal attacks on the Houthis, they have broadened to include U.S. and U.K. transit. Brussels, and this is really, truly fascinating. A Brussels headquarters looks like a war zone. Something is going on here. Farmers are taking the fight to the EU's doorstep, revolting against climate communism. The, the, the party posting today was hoping to see Klaus Schwab dragged out of the rubble. I'm telling you, this is dramatic. And I haven't seen a word about it. A word about it. It looks like a war zone. Brussels, EU headquarters. Fascinating. Meanwhile, there's a report here that Louis Farrakhan has laid it out about the role of the Jews, the Rothschilds, the Federal Reserve, and war. Single most important video you will see this week, says Harry Vox. The guy minces no words. Here's someone who is doing a major job of speaking the truth. We know, by the way, that Julian Assange is now being returned to the United States to stand trial after 10 years of torment in the United Kingdom. Big Ping has published a nice piece on why WikiLeaks matters. And, of course, you heard me yesterday reporting how among the emails, there's one about Barack Obama shelling out $65,000 of taxpayer money to bring pizza and hot dogs to the White House for a private party. And now in Meadows speak, pizza are little girls, hot dogs, little boys. If you want further on it, check out my Pizzagate, Real or Fiction, the American franchise of Pedogate. Oh, I have put a link in the stories for today. Meanwhile, Nikki Haley is getting a kind of a makeover, having been walloped in her own state after finishing second in an unopposed race. Nikki Haley should be an historic punchline. Instead, political shaming sank to new depths. After former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley primary loss this weekend, NBC served up the numerical picture. NBC exit poll showed Trump and Haley fighting to a near draw among Republican voters with college degrees. Trump with 51%, Haley 47. But it was a blowout among the larger group of primary voters without Trump 74, Haley 26. Anyone who follows sports is familiar with Homerism after a loss. Playing without Anthony Davis and key off the acquisition game, Vincent, the Lakers lost to the Charlotte Hornets 121-103. You expect to see excuses high up in copy written to ease the pain of Laker fans. But National Bleak Outlet do the same now for affluent target audiences. The theme of Haley fighting to a near draw in South Carolina with the right people. Surely lost by four to college voters. Became a real talking point by the end of the weekend. What rubbish. Meanwhile, Trump has been ridiculing her over her donor loss after 
going down hard in her home state. Before he handed candidate Nikki Haley a double whammy defeat, breaking two records in her home state on Saturday, former President Trump seemed to be backing away from criticizing his challenger. He made little or no mention of Ms. Haley as former U.N. ambassador in at least three high-profile recent speeches. A strategy would be smart to maintain at this stage of the game, a political science professor said, but on Sunday, a day after his fifth straight history-making win, President Trump blasted out an all-cap truth social post that rubbed salt into Haley's wounds. He trumpeted news that American for Prosperity was pulling the plug on resources for a campaign and bestowed her with a new pejorative nickname. Americans for No Prosperity just announced they are no longer supporting Nikki Brain Dead, not Bird Brain, Brain Dead Haley, the former president wrote. Charles Koch and his group are played for suckers right from the beginning. the truth you're listening to republic broadcasting network real news real talk real people because you can handle the truth hi tom bolton for ease off i know so many of you are finding our easy four carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation but today i want to spotlight four of our new products First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the Internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. 
state laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Also, Trump news, we have his confirmation that a certain described here as a Fox News personality could be his running mate. Former president revealed some of the names on Ms. Shortlist uh, uh, to be running mate during a town hall in South Carolina moderated by Laura Ingram. I reported this yesterday. She mentioned some names the audience brought up as potential picks to Trump. The audience had been asked about who they think would be a good choice, and various names came up. Ingram said one was, of course, Vivek Ramaswamy, who's made a big splash. Republican Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida making an appearance today in South Carolina. Tim Scott, Republican Representative Brian Donalds of Florida, a big present for former Democrat Representative Tulsi Gabbard of Hawaii. Very interesting and Republican Governor Christine Home of South Dakota. I should say, are they all on your short list? Trump replied, they are. The crowd applauded when Gabbard and Nome were mentioned by Ingram. They're all solid. And I always say, I want people with common sense because there's so many things happening in the country that don't make sense. The former president said, the first quality is looking for the potential is they be a good president. If something's going to happen, you got to have somebody who's going to be great. He said he thought the vice presidential pick didn't really have much impact outside of Sarah Palin in 2008. You'd like to get somebody to help you. But the surprising name Trump confirmed was Tulsi Gabbard. And, of course, I, for two years now, have been suggesting that Tulsi would make a great running mate for Donald Trump. We shall see. Meanwhile, Letitia James should be disbarred and jailed after posting daily totals of interest on the obscene drug penalty. This is like a junior high school girl who's rubbing salt in a wound. New York State Attorney Leisha James is positively drunk on the shameful victory she scored over former President Trump. Not condemned with Judge Ergeron's exorbitant February 16th fine of nearly $355 million for a victimless crime, 
for the fact that Trump can't do business in New York for three years after threatening to seize Trump assets if he doesn't immediately place a full amount in an escrow account. But ghoulishly giddy James is boasting a daily total of the added interest on the obscene vanity. Peekaboo James threatened to seize Trump assets if he doesn't pay massive New York City fine. Interest has already increased in the amount Trump had been ordered to pay more than a staggering $454 million, according to ABC News. Trump, of course, is appealing. I do believe all these cases against Trump are going to be thrown out. And as I reported yesterday, there's every reason to believe Letitia James wants to move as fast as she can because she knows she knows they're going to be thrown out on appeal. So she wants to inflict as much damage as she can, especially irreversible damage, which, frankly, the courts are not going to allow to happen. Well, Trump has a new and unexpected ally. Jeb Bush says the cases against Trump and Musk imperil the rule of law. I'm not a big Jeb Bush fan. But this is very, very appropriate. It's not just Trump. The, the lawfare regime has also targeted billionaire Tesla SpaceX CEO Elon Musk through the same weaponizing of the courts since he bought Twitter, renamed X, and restored free speech to social media. In an op-ed for the Wall Street Journal, a former Florida governor along with tech investor and entrepreneur Joe Lonsdale, who co-founded Palantir Technologies, argued the cases against Trump and Musk are so out of line, they imperil the rule of law and could damage the legal fabric of the country. Absolutely right. Every American has a right to be critical of Mr. Trump politics. One of us ran against him in 2016 or Mr. Musk's public persona. But equality before the law is precious. And these really represent a crisis, not only for the soundness of our courts, but for the business environment that has allowed the U.S. to prosper. If these rulings stand, the damage could cascade through the economy, train fear of arbitrary enforcement against entrepreneurs, who seek public office or raise their voices as citizens in a way that politicians dislike, the two wrote. Congratulations to them. Excellent. Excellent. Now, are you going to be surprised by this? Breitbart reports. The Biden admin planted an operative in Fannie Willis' office to target Trump. His name, Jeff DeSantis. The Biden admin planted a Democrat operative inside the Fulton County office to target former President Trump. Multiple sources familiar with the Fulton County District Attorney's office exclusively told Breitbart. If the Biden admin planted the operative, as his sources say, it would present a strong argument that the administration interfered in the 2024 presidential elections. Duh! Breitbart granted the sources anonymity to discuss the attorney's office for fear of retribution. They have direct knowledge of the environment at the district attorney's office, which they characterized as corrupt. Very nice. Meanwhile, hearings are taking place 
I was actually earlier watching part of the questioning in, in court of a hearing into the relationship between Fanny Willis and her married lover, whom she appointed to be the prosecutor at Trump, especially related to when their relationship began, which appears to have been two years before they have publicly acknowledged, according to one witness already heard and another, in this case a, a legal colleague of his, in whom he confided that he was dating Fanny Willis. Yes, no doubt about it. Now, I think the court has to rule that Fanny Willis is ineligible, disqualified from carrying the case forward, because the appearance of impropriety is overwhelming here. And according to the law, you cannot tolerate either impropriety or the appearance of impropriety and that condition has been satisfied in spades. Meanwhile, get this. More and more I become disillusioned with our Department of Defense. Federal contractor paid billions by the Pentagon, and he set to host Robin D'Angelo and, and create a white fragility book club. A federal contractor who's received over $5 billion taxpayer dollars that Biden took office in 2021 is hosting critical race theorist Robin DiAngelo as a keynote speaker and sponsoring book clubs on her prominent books on anti-racism, an internal company memo obtained by the Daily Wire reveals. The MITRE Corporation, a not-for-profit organization that's received over 3,000 government contracts from federal agencies and helped embed the diversity, equity, and inclusion agenda in the federal bureaucracy, announced in an internal memo that D'Angelo will be a keynote speaker at the company's Week of Belonging celebration, which begins on April 22nd. There is no end to the corruption associated with these Democrats. Outrageous. Paul Craig Roberts, a very nice piece. The Long War on White People. Listen to this. White people have been destroying white people for as long as I remember. I don't mean only in military wars, such as World War One and World War Two, which destroyed the English and European and left them as American vassal states in wars of a different kind. The damage has been as terrible, in fact, worse, because it's not only a genocide of white people, but a genocide of their culture of freedom and accountable government. Note in this article, I include Jews among white people. Some Jews maintain that white applies only to Gentiles, and that Jews are Semites. We know the story there. So this column doesn't get too long for Americans to read, I'll start at an arbitrary point in time, the destruction of neighborhood schools. It began with Brown versus Board of Education when an unintelligent and socially illiterate Supreme Court ruled that going to school with your own kind was unequal and a violation of the 14th Amendment of equal treatment under the law. Liberals aimed Brown and Board of Education at the southern states that it comprised the Confederate States of America. They intended a second reconstruction of the South. 
But the Supreme Court's ruling affected the entire country. In those days, most women were still homemakers whose time was given to raising children with character and morals. Instead of going to work, helping corporations make profits, women raised children and provided a home also in those days, especially in the South, which was relatively poor, and I expect the same true all over. Schools were neighborhood schools, which in those days meant kids could walk to and from safely. In the South, and I expect everywhere, schools were not racially segregated. They were segregated by economic class. Middle-class students went to school with middle-class kids. Rich kids went to school with their well-to-do compatriots. Kids from poor neighborhoods went to school with others of their economic class. As those wonderful short movies, The Little Rascals, show in small southern towns, everyone went to the same school. So is racial integration in schools in the South, also in housing. When I was teaching at Tulane in New Orleans, my neighbor in the French Quarter were black. I also had black neighbors when I lived in Old Town, Alexandria, Virginia. In those days of neighborhood schools, parents and teachers, PTA, met on Thursday evenings, probably monthly, sometime more often, went over student performance, what was being taught there was unlike today. Friendly and cooperative relations between parents and teachers. It was mainly a meeting of mothers with teachers. All the extraordinary things that happened today were impossible then. I love it. He has a gift. I regard him as our nation's leading public intellectual. Meanwhile, a betting firm is predicting that Michelle Obama is going to replace Joe Biden for the November 2024 election which, of course, I've been discussing uh, before. Meanwhile, we have a new video. Allegations are being posted across social media that Michelle Obama is a man. The conspiracy theory goes that she was born a biological man and transitioned to a woman. This is becoming harder to ignore, as two weeks ago, Roger Stone, one of the speakers at the conservative event, Turning Point Action Conference predicted that Michelle Obama would be the next Democrat candidate for president in 2024. You can also see in the current online betting odds that Michelle Obama has been the front runner for the Democrat 2024 candidate for the last two years. It is worth investigating this social media phenomenon about Michelle Obama. Just to explain up front, I will be debunking this conspiracy theory and providing evidence that Michelle Obama is not a man. The evidence will show that she is not transgender. Not that there's anything wrong with that. If you've already made up your mind about this, let's make a deal. Watch this video all the way to the end, and then you can leave in the comments if I convinced you. we do on this channel. We look at just the facts. I want to start with the reasons why Michelle Obama cannot be a man. Reason number one, she would be a hypocrite. If the conspiracy theory was true, that would mean that Barack Obama was a gay man and secretly married to a transgender while lying about it to the American people. 
I know that politicians are normally hypocrites, but that takes being a hypocrite to a whole new level. Just to recap history, Barack Obama was against gay marriage when he first ran for president in 2009. He did not openly support same-sex marriage until four years later in May 2012. So if Michelle Obama was a man, that would mean that the Obamas were in a secret gay marriage while opposing gay marriage. That would probably make them the biggest hypocrites of all time. If Michelle becomes the next president, she will be deciding social policies about LGBTQ that affect the lives of all Americans. These are some of the most contentious issues in America right now. In some states, the government is taking children away from their parents because they do not follow LGBTQ ideology. In Washington state, two months ago, Governor Jay Inslee signed a new law that says that minors seeking gender-affirming care will be protected from the intervention of estranged parents. This is at the same time when we have LGBTQ activists chanting in the streets, we are coming for your children. With these major legal decisions being made, it seems kind of important if the Obamas are secretly part of the LGBTQ community and have been lying about it. I thought the whole point of LGBTQ pride was to come out and be proud about your sexuality. If Michelle Obama is a man and has been hiding in secret, doesn't that go against everything they preach? That's almost too unbelievable. Now it is true that Barack Obama has been shown to be a liar. He lies a lot. For example, when Obama first ran for president, he promised to close the prison camp in Guantanamo Bay. That is a promise he never kept, as the prison remains open to this day. But just because Barack was lying about so many other things, that does not mean that he's lying about Michelle being a man. It just seems too unrealistic. No one is that much of a hypocrite. On this point, I think you conspiracy theorists just got owned. Reason number two, you are arguing over semantics. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. 
With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Picks up the rice in the church where a wedding has been Lives in a dream, waits at the window Wearing the face that she keeps in a jar by the door Who is it for all the lonely Well, that's a completely brilliant critique. Is Michelle Obama man? Everyone wants to watch it. The comments were just hilarious about it. How declaring he's going to prove that they're false, he actually, of course, proves that they are all true. I thought it opened with a, that brilliant critique of their hypocrisy. Really stunning stuff. Digging deep. Meanwhile, I mentioned yesterday we got this reported victim, Ali Carter claiming that both Biden and Obama raped her. Now, she seemed to include both Michelle and Barack, but there are reasons to think that that's kind of fishy. I think well, one of the callers yesterday was saying how they had known Barack in Hawaii and how he was a wimpy gay kid. I mean, he wouldn't have any interest in having sex with a woman. We know Joe Biden's another matter. What about Michelle? Granted, she's got the physical equipment to do it. Would she have an interest in having sex with a little girl? So I got to say, on this case, I'm wondering whether Stu Meters could have been played. I'll also say this. When she was talking about it, and you can watch the video for yourself, her expression, 
despite no anxiety, no trauma, no tremors, no grief, no real signs of actually having gone through an experience of the kind she protests. I am, therefore, at this point, suspicious that this is intended to be a, a phony case that can be debunked. It's a straw man, a phony case that can be debunked to claim that other more serious cases are also not real. That is my present suspicion. I welcome your thoughts. There's a longer version here for which I have given the link. Meanwhile, Google Gemini, this absurd new AI concoction, which when asked to show our founding father, produced them all black, giving ideas lampooned by the Babylon Bee for scriptwriters for Netflix. Who had a more negative impact on humanity, Joseph Stalin or J.K. Rowling? You think about it. Who do you think had more negative impact? This whole Gemini thing seemed to be written from a woke perspective. And as you got a woke AI mechanism there, and you're going to get results, outcomes that are absurd. Now, the anti-New York Times, reviewing a bit of ancient history, talks about the Auschwitz baby boom. I've explained to you all before that if you look at a blueprint, the layout of Auschwitz, that it contains a woodworking shop, a symphony hall, a hospital with OBGYN facilities, a brothel, that these were not extermination centers, but labor camps. And Hitler had been convinced, convinced that the men would work harder if they know they could be rewarded with sex. And meanwhile, Mike King has included how Hola hoaxers themselves admit forensic tests on gas chambers don't reveal no corpses remains, no German documentation. Get on and on. A good piece for reading. Meanwhile, right back and take your call. Health Simple with Colorado Shilajee, fact bit number two. In Ayurvedic pharmacology, Shilajee is the king Raza Yoga Vahayana. Raza Yana is one of the comprehensive disciplines of Ayurveda. It comprises of specialized uses of herbal minerals to achieve the optimum state of health. Raza Yana is a path to achieve homeostasis and thus retarding the process of aging and the prevention of diseases. Shilajee stands alone as the king herbal mineral over all other earth-made substances. Within Razayana, Shilajee is the ultimate substance that improves quality of plasma and blood. Thus, it strengthens and promotes health to all tissues of the body. Legit Shilajee, like Colorado Shilajee, is as the literal Sanskrit translation implies. Shilajee is the conqueror of mountains and the destroyer of weakness. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.